1,459 days left to go, and we have our second disaster already in the Biden presidency. So yesterday, he signs all of these executive orders, Keystone XL pipeline, and guess what? 42,000 jobs between the U.S. and Canada, gone, just like that. But now this today, what's going on right now, and I think they're at this point in time, I'll tell you what I'm talking about in a second, but how is it that we have our National Guard, okay, the people that protect and defend Americans, this country, and anything that there is that is worth protecting? Now, I wanted to get down to the bottom of this, so I simply, in doing show prep, go to Google and type in the National Guard to see what the story's all about. And I got it for you. Politico actually reported on it first, and I can't believe Politico, the left-wing publication trash garbage that it is, uh, is actually indicating that there is a failure here in the Biden presidency. But if you just go to the Google search and look up the National Guard, here, here you are greeted with some things. Are you eligible, okay, for the requirements to join the National Guard? How to join? And then career offerings. Well, if you're listening, reading, watching the news tonight, do you want to be a part of our National Guard? Knowing that after you defend the Capitol from, from what, some, some right-wing conspiracy theories, that the very next day that... People who are supposed to have our best interests at mind, supposed to defend what we believe and uphold the laws of this country. They take an oath to do that. I'm talking about Washington, D.C. lawmakers. This is what's happening. It's unbelievable. So I'll get into it. Politico, quote, we feel incredibly betrayed. Thousands of guardsmen forced to vacate the Capitol. Thousands of National Guardsmen were allowed, so at this point in time, now thank God they've been allowed back in, hours after U.S. Capitol Police officials ordered them to vacate the facilities, sending them, listen to this, outdoors or to nearby parking garages after two weeks pulling security duty after the deadly riot on January 6th and of course they have to always attribute it back to that it always goes back to the oh, the incitement of insurrection and again if you were to read the entire transcript of then President Donald Trump's uh, speech that he gave you will not see at any point in time him inciting an insurrection all he said peacefully and patriotically go and protest that's all he said. If he did, you would hear it nonstop. So anyway, one unit, which had been resting in the Dirksen Senate office building, was abruptly, out of nowhere, told, you, you got to get out of here. You need to vacate the facility. The group was forced to rest in a nearby parking garage without internet reception. Oh, look at that. You can't even go on the internet, look up the... Uh, dogs or whatever it is that you look up YouTube videos you can't watch any uh Netflix or the Amazon Prime whatever it is that you watch can't even do that there's no internet reception down there with just how about this one electrical outlet and one bathroom with two stalls for five 
5,000 troops. Temperatures in Washington were in the low 40s. That's tonight. I th it, This is insane. Can you name me one time throughout the entire Trump presidency where our National Guard, who serve, who are responsible for keeping us safe, and that's what they do, the most brave, most courageous, most incredible individuals, and they're being forced to sleep in a parking garage, and now senators and congressmen, are they're outraged about it, right? Well, how did this happen on your watch in the first place? Never once did this happen under the Trump presidency. Listen to this quote by one of the guardsmen. Yesterday, dozens of senators and congressmen walked down our lines taking photos and shaking our hands and thanking us for our service. Within 24 hours, they had no further use for us and banished us to the corner of a parking garage. We feel incredibly betrayed. A political themselves literally have photos of the guardsmen packed together in the parking garage, sleeping on the ground. And there's videos of it. Now I have to applaud, I did see one video from uh, Madison Cawthorn, who is a brand new freshman congressman from North Carolina. Who was and, he, and by the way he's in a wheelchair and was down in the parking garage giving the guardsmen pizza so a, a lot of credit goes to him and go figure he's a republican congressman and a trump supporting republican congressman go figure that it have to be him uh to do something like that i mean where are pelosi where's mcconnell how about schumer where are they they're not answering to this Where's Joe Biden? Because we haven't seen a single thing at this point in time that has come across from the White House or Joe Biden. Yeah, he's probably sleeping. He was sleeping by what? Eight o'clock? Nine o'clock? Got to get 10 hours of sleep. I, it, it, I still will never believe 80 million people voted for this old, insane whack job. All National Guard troops were told to vacate the Capitol and nearby congressional buildings on Thursday and to set up mobile command centers outside or in nearby hotels that's another guardsman saying that they were told to take their rest breaks during their 12-hour shifts outside where it's in the low 40 degrees again don't take my word for it take politico's word for it take just the weather channel itself take their word for it uh the uh person saying 12-hour shifts outside parking garages that's where you got to take your break imagine taking your break in a parking garage i mean i think even even people that do the car valets don't have to take their break in a parking garage they and they work outside all day they're allowed to come in but these are our national this is our national guard Go down to the parking lot or the garage. You know, this, this doesn't look good, right? Doesn't look good for visuals. Just as it wasn't. No, this, these optics, no, these can't stand on January 6th. Looks terrible. Top lawmakers from both parties took to the Twitter box to decry the decision and call for answers, right? Senate Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer. If this is true, it's outrageous. I will get to the bottom of this. Hey, Senator, and now Senate Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer. Why did it happen in the first place? How come this never happened? And, and don't think I'm a big fan.
fan of uh, Mitch McConnell at this point in time, but he never let the National Guard sleep in a parking garage. Uh, it, it, uh, it, Donald Trump never happened in his presidency. Already, already disasters in the Biden presidency. Senator Tom Cotton, uh, senator from Arkansas. So there's there's plenty of room for troops to take a break um, in the uh, Capitol complex, he uh, said. Uh, Senator Martin Heinrich um, said the situation was being resolved. Uh, that was a few minutes ago, and that the guard would be able to return indoors. I, you know, like, is this like cover now for the senators? Is that what they're trying to do? Senator Tammy Duckworth just made a number of calls and have been informed Capitol Police have apologized to the guardsmen and will be allowed back into the complex. But it's like it's it. This is not good enough. You know, it, it, it's one thing to apologize. I mean, do you commit a crime and then you apologize for it and then everything's better? This again, I, and I'll reiterate, oh my goodness gracious, I would you to just like the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in our mainstream media, don't think I will ever let this go all throughout the Biden presidency. Because think of the Trump presidency. I mean, they manufactured disasters and wouldn't let it go. Joe Biden himself ran for president based on a lie with the president. Oh, there's great people on both sides. Oh, he said white supremacists are great people. And he never said that. And Chuck Todd, the worst news anchor probably in the entire world, not even just this country alone, but the whole dang world, editing out the clip of the president talking about the white supremacists that should be condemned totally. They never wanted to report on that. Uh, I, I, like I said, I'm shocked that Politico is even reporting on this. Uh, guardsmen who spoke with Politico were not given a clear reason why they were asked to vacate the buildings. The first guardsman said it may have been due to a complaint. Listen to that. Now listen to this, right? The first guardsman Politico spoke to said it may have been due to a complaint that some troops were not wearing masks but they but denied that this was the case how about that could you imagine a complaint that they were wearing masks the guardsman said we have strict guidance that masks are to be worn at all times unless soldiers are eating and drinking ben dominich who was a conservative uh report i believe he's actually married to megan mccann uh so god bless him there so did the powers that re that be really just use the National Guard as a photo op show of strength only to shove them out onto a, a parking garage concrete on a 38 degree night? Now, to me, that's exactly what this seems like. I mean, thank God that they're back inside now. But again, it's like committing a crime and then saying oh we're sorry for it this probably should have never happened well no it shouldn't have so how is it that what are we the the second day into you know, the the um if i guess you would call it the first full day of the biden presidency where this kind of thing is happening national guardsmen having to sleep outside but you know what should it surprise anyone i don't think so i it it's it's not surprising to me i know how the democrats feel about our military 
Donald Trump inherited a complete and utter mess militarily because of Barack Hussein Obama and his his attempt to just take any kind of funding possible that there was for the military just take it away Democrats hate our military you make no mistake about that our military our military excuse me overwhelmingly votes for Republicans and I would argue probably our conservatives and probably our Republicans that being because they have a love for this country that they would they would go and fight they go and protect some of them die for this country I, we 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 owe everything that we have to our incredible U.S. military, military that was rebuilt by Donald Trump. But who left the mess for the military? Barack Hussein Obama. And who was Barack Hussein Obama's number two guy? Oh, that's right, Joseph Robin U. Biden. Unbelievable. Um, all right, so let's get into some of the news of the day. Alan Dershowitz. Now, Alan Dershowitz is a constitutional lawyer. He is. Um, he was on the president's defense team uh, January of last year, defending the president against uh, the Democrats, and it was a hoax impeachment. Believe you me on that one. Uh, so he writes an op-ed today um, in the Wall Street Journal, and he argues that the Senate should dismiss the impeachment article because Donald Trump, at this point in time, is a private citizen. Quote, for the victorious Democrats to seek revenge against Donald Trump would set a terrible precedent, distract from President Biden's agenda, and make it hard to heal the country. Better to move on. Um, Trump's term obviously officially ended yesterday when President Biden was sworn in. Trump did not attend the inauguration. Now, through arguing against the Senate taking action, Dershowitz did acknowledge in the op-ed that impeaching former officials is not unprecedented. Um, he said back in the impeachment of the Secretary of War, William Belknap, uh, in 1876, that uh, Belknap had accepted kickbacks in exchange for appointing an associate to a lucrative military trading position. His exact quote, Secretary of War William Belknap was uh, indisputably guilty of numerous impeachable offenses to which he confessed as he resigned his office hours before the House unanimously impeached him in 1876. But, Dershowitz argues, two dozen senators who believed he was guilty voted to acquit on jurisdictional grounds. A close vote nearly a century and a half ago doesn't establish a binding precedent. Um, he also argued that prosecuting a former president would be too similar to other nations where predecessors are routinely attacked by the administration that follows them. He recalled former President Lincoln's words to the Confederacy before it was defeated in the Civil War. With malice toward none, with charity for all, with firmness in the right, as God gives us the right, let us strive on to finish the work we are in to bind up the nation's wounds now as far as the impeachment um trial goes how about this you got nancy pelosi arguing it would be harmful to unity to skip trump's impeachment trial again remember 
Unity does not mean coming together. Unity means that conservatives give up in their movement and everything that we hold near and dear, right? I've gone through it before, lower taxes, limited government, society is full of individuals and individuals deserve the right, all of that, peace through strength, um, uh, you know, that Democrats do not agree with that. And remember, the, the, the core foundation of this is that the Democrats hate the country. That's as simple as it is. Joy Behar on The View um, saying, no accountability, no unity. So I, I want to know just how does Joe Unity Biden feel about this, right? Does he, does he, is he serious about healing the country? Because I go back to when the Twitter box suspended or delete, I didn't even know what they did. Either way, the uh, uh, Donald Trump cannot tweet anymore. Um, I believe was suspended indefinitely. Who knows though? Um, and Biden had a chance right then and there. Why wouldn't he come out and say, this is not acceptable? And conservative voices will not be silenced in my administration. But of course, he didn't. And why would he, right? I, he's not serious about unifying the country. He doesn't care what conservatives think. In fact, he, I believe that Democrats really well and truly are not comfortable with their positions on tons of things. They're hypocritical. They flip-flop. And they believe that conservatives maybe actually have a point, but it's all about control with them. So Democrats want, and again, this, this goes back to um, the ideas that they believe in. They want a more centralized federal government taking care of Americans. Why is that? Well, if you're dependent on government and there's a side saying, we're here to help, this is the government for you, then you're more than likely probably going to vote for them. But the Republican idea, and I don't believe that McConnell is stressing this enough. I don't believe Lindsey Graham is get to both of them um, right in a second here. But, you know, just argue conservative ideas and ideologies. It's not that difficult. Ten out of ten times, you don't put a label, don't put Republican, don't put Democrat. Think about the ideas that both sides are proposing. Who do you think wins? If you're working... And you have someone coming up to you and saying, you are a hardworking American and you deserve to keep your money. Why would your money go to the federal government? Guess what? They're probably going to say, you know what? You're right. But then if you say, oh, oh my God, there's people out there who can't find jobs in this country. Oh my God. Oh, it's so racist and it's so terrible. And you go on an emotional appeal. Well, then there you go. You want that side? You want the Democrats to be in control? You got it. Like, I, you know, if, if you voted for Democrats and you, you, you uh, are happy that the National Guard are sleeping in parking lots and garages because you're president, and I get it, listen, he's all of our president, but, you know, listen, you, you did it. We tried to warn you going into this election that bad things would happen under a Biden presidency, and the second day in, already incredibly awful things are happening. So, and, and, and listen, I don't, I don't see a lot of fight back from Republicans because listen to what Mitch McConnell's proposing. He wants to delay the impeachment trial, not just be done with it. He just wants to delay it until February. His argument is because he wants to give the Trump team time. Daily Caller reporting. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is proposing to give former President Donald Trump until February to get ready for his impeachment trial. 
I have I have set a, a proposed timeline for the for the first phases of the upcoming impeachment trial to Leader Schumer, and look forward to continuing to discuss it with him. Senate Republicans are strongly united behind the principle that the institution of the Senate, the office of the presidency, and former President Trump himself all deserve a full and fair process that respects his rights and the serious, factual, legal, and constitutional questions at stake. It's Mitch McConnell's accent for you. Um, so anyway, given the unprecedented speed of the House's process, and again, unprecedented because it was all phony and fake and garbage, our proposed timeline for the initial phases includes a modest and reasonable amount of additional time for both sides to assemble their arguments before the Senate would begin to hear them. Now, the easiest argument, and again, I don't understand why we're even having this trial in the first place, because if the president is found guilty, right, this is all about the Democrats are so afraid of Donald Trump. They do not want him to run again in 2024. That's what this is all about. It's not about accountability for inciting an insurrection because he never did it. They, they can never point to one exact phrase that he used that, quote, incited this whole insurrection. And again, if you go through the timeline, the timeline just does not add up. The people that were there supporting the president and listening to him could not have possibly made it to the Capitol by the time it started. The FBI notes that the insurrection started at 1240. The president wasn't done speaking till roughly 110. And it's a 45-minute journey to get from uh, the Lips Park to where the, where the president was speaking to the Capitol. Remember, D.C. was shut down as well, so there wasn't any other way to get there besides just walking. It wasn't any special form of transportation. So this was pre-planned. It had nothing to do with the president's speech on that day. Again, they can never, ever point to one single line that, that, that fully incited this insurrection. Again, why? Because it didn't happen. So Republican, now, um, Lindsey Graham join, uh, joins in. I completely support the process laid out by Leader McConnell regarding the upcoming impeachment trial. I hope my Democratic colleagues will agree. If you go through and watch what Lindsey Graham does, and it, it's probably as simple as just going through um, his tweets. That's probably the easiest way to do this. Look at how many times he says things like this because he really, truly drives me nuts. He really does. I hope my Democratic colleagues will agree. Well, I almost guarantee you that he'll go and say, well, I'm, I'm disappointed. Uh, I can't believe Democrats are going to do this. It, why, Lindsey? How much dust have you collected sitting in the United States Senate? You know what Democrats are like. The ends always justify the means with these people. Why are you? I hope my Democrat colleagues will agree. Of course they won't. Good luck with that, Lindsey. The process... Being proposed is acceptable to the former president's legal team, fair to the Senate, the House, and the nation. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, being against even having an impeachment trial would be fair to the nation. Because there is nothing about this other than the fact that Democrats do not want Donald Trump to run again. And, and, and honestly, I'll be honest with you here, I don't believe they have the votes. I understand you'll get Romney, you'll get Sass, you'll get Murkowski, but you need 17 Republican senators to flip. I do not see that happening. I really well and truly do not. It would be career suicide, by the way. Look at Liz Cheney. 
Uh, you got a, a primary opponent out there for Liz Cheney at this point in time. Um, anyway, so let's get into uh, Joe Biden, right? How, so this is so watch how uh, fake news CNN rolls. Earlier this morning, six o'clock, newly sworn in President Joe Biden and his advisors are inheriting no coronavirus vaccine distribution plan to speak of from the Trump administration. Sources tell CNN posing a significant challenge for the new White House. So they're already trying to run excuses for the Biden White House. And this story by MJ Lee um, is a complete and utter lie. And don't take my word for it. Take Dr. Anthony Fauci's word for it. Quote, Fauci debunks CNN reporting saying Biden's vaccine rollout definitely is not starting from scratch. He said, quote, Dr. Fauci appeared Thursday. By the way, the citation here is Fox News. Dr. Fauci appeared Thursday to completely debunk CNN's much criticized uh, report that the Biden administration was starting from scratch with his coronavirus vaccine rollout after, and here we go again, right? How many times do we hear about this? And how many times, oh, well, Watergate, well, Watergate, we used anonymous sources. Well, Watergate, this is all about Watergate. Anonymous sources claiming that the new White House inherited no plan. This is Fauci's response to this, right? We certainly are not starting from scratch because there is activity going on in the distribution. Now, earlier, uh, CNN was saying that the unnamed Biden sources allegedly were saying there's nothing for us to rework. And there you got Dr. Fauci literally pointing out how much of a lie it was. Now, CNN heavily pushed the story prior to the briefing. According to Fourth Watch media critic and former CNN producer, Steve uh, Krakauer, the anti-Trump network had mentioned it's now disputed, now debunked, totally debunked. This was a lie from the beginning by fake news CNN. A total of 23 times they utilized this fake report. 23 times. So if you're a CNN viewer and you're hearing this, oh my God, oh, this is terrible. There's no plan by the Trump administration. Your own hero, Dr. Fauci is saying, nope, that's a lie. All of it. CNN White House correspondent MJ Lee, who authored the controversial report, defended her reporting on social media, characterizing, <laughs> listen to this, right? This is how she characterizes Fauci, a holdover from the Trump administration. So you want to tell me that Fauci is what speaking what he wants, what Donald Trump wants him to say? How many times has Fauci not only contradicted Donald Trump, but contradicted himself in his so-called reporting? How can anyone trust a guy like Dr. Anthony Fauci, by the way? A guy who flip-flops one week, it's one thing, the next week, it's something else. Honestly, how could anyone trust someone like that? MJ Lee, who's the liar, also attempted to rely on President Biden's earlier comments to validate her reporting. In the last hour, Biden said Trump's vaccine rollout has been a dismal failure. So let me ask you something. When there, and remember, fake news CNN, Dr. Fauci's like a, a hero for them. If, if he himself is saying that CNN is blatantly lying to the American people, how can people trust the media? 
Now, I'll give you another example because the Daily Mail comes out with a report today. Listen to this headline. Who is America's media? America, who in American media is the biggest Biden suck-up? Rachel Maddow, crying on air. Al Roker, fist-bumping Biden. And a CNN guy, as uh, David, uh, David Shalian, we report on this, claims mall fireworks uh, will make our enemies tremble. Or, uh, excuse me, that wasn't uh, David Shalian. David Shalian was the CNN reporter that was saying, oh, look at the, the lights by the uh, uh, Washington Monument, I believe it was. They're like, on, they're like Joe Biden's arms embracing the country. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. So, quote, the media almost unanimously fawned over Joe Biden and the events of Inauguration Day with some crying over it, calling it America's happy ending and gushing over new press secretary Jen Psaki, who was given a remarkably warm welcome on her first day after years of hostility between the media uh, and the person at the briefing room podium, that obviously being, um, would you have Sean Spicer, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and then Kayleigh McEnany. Since Biden was inaugurated on Wednesday, and even before then, some outlets have relaxed their impartiality to welcome him and his administration with open arms. Now, rewind for a second. Some media outlets have relaxed their impartiality. Hold on a second here. The mainstream media are the most biased, most corrupt group of trash bags in the entire country. Um, political columnist Jack Schaefer on Thursday calling for, oh, this is a this is a little sobriety for his colleagues in the media. Uh, MSDNC working from the same script going gaga for not just Lady Gaga, but for the whole schmear. Everyone can... All appreciate the coverage was minted at the honeymoon pressworks. Journalists fire up for now for most new presidents. So in that sense, the outburst came as no surprise. But this doesn't excuse the rhetorical overkill that the press flung so incredibly. Rachel Maddow, well-known Trump, Trump critic, by the way, conspiracy theorist. Why don't you throw that in there? Because that's what she is for four years. She was saying, well, Donald Trump answers to Vladimir Putin. And then all of it was a complete and utter lie. It was all, call it what it is, a conspiracy theory by not only the mainstream media, but by Barack Hussein Obama, by the FBI, by the CIA. It was all Hillary Clinton's plan to vilify Trump by stirring up a scandal, connecting him with Russia to distract from her actual scandal of 33,000 deleted subpoenaed emails on a private server. I never heard Rachel Maddow once talk about that. I'm a, I'm a faucet that can't turn off, she said. Oh, my God. ABC News, Byron Pitts, saying that Biden's, Biden is the nation's papa-in-chief. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Joy Reid, uh, biggest racist in the mainstream media. I have to tell you, I was, a, I was a bit worried about this inaugural, having a feeling about just being the resistance to what we saw on January 6th. Just an answer to that. But 
But what the organizers of this event managed to do is they gave us that, that but they gave us a, a joy. They gave us fashion. They gave us celebrity. They gave us hope. Here it is, David Shalian, Tuesday night. By the way, it was the Lincoln Memorial. My apologies there. Uh, said that these lights are almost extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. CBS's John Dickerson saying that the election result is America's happy ending. Even Fox, the Daily Mail says, uh, which was notoriously pro-Trump. Again, now that's a lie. Daytime programming is all fake news, if you ask me. It's all mainstream media bias again. Now, obviously, the 8 to uh, 11 o'clock hours are um, conservative opinion. It's as simple as that. Um, but uh, Mark Thyssen, uh, Thies, so everyone I call him, uh, Fox News contributor, saying, we're a country that has been wounded by rancor and division. He was like a, like a, smooth, a soothing balm. Right. And on top of that, um, I'm not sure because I'm all, you know, I don't read the whole pieces for you on radio. You'd get bored and you'd turn it off. Uh, you get Chris Wallace as well. Uh, I'm not sure if the Daily Mail report on it or not saying that. Ah, well, this is the this is the best inaugural address I've ever heard. You got to be kidding me. Now, we have in the Biden presidency our first. Come on, man. AP reporter. Zeke Miller asking Joe Biden that, uh, you know, should 100 million Americans being vaccinated within the first 100 days in office, that uh, should that bar be set rather higher? You know, this is what Biden said. You know, when I, when I announced it, you all said it was, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, goodness, I almost swallowed the, something terrible. Biden, excuse me, sorry for that. Biden telling Miller, Come on, man. When I announced this, you said it wasn't possible. Give me a break, man. It's a it's a good start. A hundred million. Then he got up and guess what? Boom! He was out. That was it. That was the end of Joe Biden's press conference. Carol Markowitz uh, from the New York Post saying, quote, We are doing close to one million shots a day. And the Biden plan is to do one million shots in a hundred days it's literally the same exact plan but here's how they do it though the mainstream media hasn't reported on any of that because now they will so that you think as though oh well joe biden's plan is successful joe biden's plan is the same exact plan that we already have in place from the trump administration um, Hogan Gidley used to work in the Trump administration saying that Peter Ducey asking, uh, Jen Psaki, this is the, uh, new White House press secretary who every, just, uh, listen to one of, um, the, uh, White House press conference she gives. You'll hear that, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, uh, oh my God. It's, it's, it's tough to even listen to. So, Joe Biden yesterday, first day in office, here he comes, he's coming in hot, right? He signs this executive order saying that it is mandatory to wear a mask on federal lands. Joe Biden, if you take a look at him yesterday, was in front of the uh, uh, Lincoln Memorial, and this is what he was doing. 
he was standing there on federal land without a mask already it's 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 do as i say not do as i do um now how about this and oh and by the way peter Ducey, who it it, it it's it's obvious right now that he's going to be the only one that's going to press jen Psaki on almost anything and he asks her why why were president biden and all members of the biden family masked on federal lands last night if he signed an executive order that mandates masks on federal lands now twice jen saki she doesn't even know that his name's peter Ducey. she called him his father who works at uh who is the anchor on fox and friends in the morning twice calling him steve she doesn't even know his name uh um uh um um i think steve um he was uh celebrating an evening of a historic day in our country oh let me read it again for you i think he was celebrating an evening of a historic day in our country so the excuse for joe biden to not listen to his own executive order is because ah, he was too busy celebrating so that makes it okay so i tell you what why don't you go into grocery stores or uh if we're a place to eat or restaurants or bars you don't wear a mask and you know what well why don't you say well i was celebrating well it's okay for the president to do it it's not okay for me to do it what a great example he's setting right then she says that there's there's bigger things to worry about i'm like what a joke tell right now how this presidency is gonna go now how about this this is another executive order biden signed right the Federalist reports on it. Jordan Davidson. On day one, Biden destroys women's sports with anti-science. Wow. I thought the Democrat Party is the party of science. Listen to the science. Follow the science. With an anti-science executive order. President Joe Unity Biden issued an executive order on his first day in office. Mandating. Listen to this now mandating that any schools that receive federal funding must function as if biological males boys who claim to be females are the same and vice versa or you risk losing that funding now this pro transgender lgbtq abc xyz policy extends to male athletes who claim their gender identity as a female should allow them to compete on women's teams also they can receive women's scholarships and be admitted in women's locker rooms so if you're a boy in school all you have to say i'm a woman now and you get to play against women in sports you get to go into the women's locker room. You can even receive women's scholarships. How on God's green earth is this pro-women? I thought the Democrat Party is a pro-woman party. Obviously not. Children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied access to the restroom, the locker room, or school sports, the executive order says. This is this is committed to prevent and combat discrimination on the basis of gender identity.
or sexual orientation. Now, Senate Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer, Joe Biden, a reporter asked him, right? Joe Biden, Joe Unity Biden, said that on his first day of office, he'll give transgender students access to sports, bathrooms, locker rooms in accordance with their gender identity. Do you agree that he has the ability to do this? Schumer, I agree with this decision, and I know he'll check things out thoroughly and legally. This is Joe Biden's America, folks. Chaos on the second day. Uh, you got this judge, Barbara Rothstein, um, who works in, let me get it right, the D.C. Uh, United States District Court of the Western Division of Washington, born in Brooklyn, New York, appointed by Jimmy Carter, and that's all you got to know. So when you read the uh, headline here from the Huffington Post, judge rules Amazon doesn't have to restore Parler web service. Now remember, Parler is the way that, it's like the conservative Twitter, the best way to describe it. Nope, Amazon doesn't have to restore that web service, saying, quote, uh, that uh, she said uh, that dismissing Parler's substantive underlying claims against Amazon, but said it had fallen short in demonstrating the need for an injunction, forcing it back online. So there you go. Liberal Democrat activist judge saying that Parler cannot have their platform back. That's what's going on. In this country. You better believe that there's going to be more to come. This is what's happening now. This is this is remember Rachel Maddow. This is us now. Yeah, this is what's happening here. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, freshman congresswoman from Georgia, has already introduced articles of impeachment against President uh, Joe Biden. So I applaud her for her efforts. Saying fight fire with fire. This is what the Democrats did to Trump. Treat treat Biden with the same respect that they treated Trump. How about this? New York Times opinion writer Will. Wilkinson, here's here's how the Democrats um, describe unity. If Biden really wanted unity, he'd lynch Mike Pence. So there you go. That's what unity is. Unity is not bringing the country together. Unity is you do what the Democrats say because the Democrat Party is right and you don't argue with it at all. Unity, it doesn't mean unity. It means conforming to what the Democrat Party has to say and has to do. Goodness me, 1,459 days left. Let's make sure not a day longer.